Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. It's no surprise that the most obvious trait that sets gay men apart from the rest of the world is the fact that we have sex with men. But in truth, few of us have ever had someone explain or teach us about gay sexuality. While the majority of our friends during our teen years were starting to figure out asking someone of the opposite sex out on a date and beginning to explore intimacy and sex, gay teens were in the middle of realizing we weren't quite like straight guys. I've often said when talking about emerging sexuality that the gays kind of lose 8 to 10 years on the dating curve because we're working on parsing who we are, the coming out process, and all that. Plus, the world is full of examples of heterosexual dating norms in movies, TV, music, books. But as a gay teen, until the internet, there wasn't much to help educate us about not only the mechanics of gay sex, but the point behind it. Today I'm talking to popular sex-positive YouTube vlogger Davey Wavy. As many of you probably know, since 2006, Davey has covered, or uncovered, LGBT topics relating to sex, relationships, coming out, dating, boys, and just about anything having to do with homosexuality. With over a million subscribers to his YouTube channel and over 400 million views of his videos, Davey Wavy likes to invite gay men to a playful world of sexual celebration. I recently spoke to Davey about his newest endeavor, a website called Himeros.tv, which he describes as an erotic playground for men who have sex with men to enhance their experience of sex and sexuality. While the site features erotic videos of men having sex, Davey says the intent of the site is what sets it apart from your everyday porn site. For Davey, it's about experiencing the fullness of male sexuality and increasing pleasure through intimacy and discovery. Davy's goal is to help gay men connect better with one another, as well as challenge men to learn more about themselves. But Davy explains it much better than I. Let's say hello to Davy Wavy. I've been a fan of yours going back to 2006, 2007, when you started on YouTube. I think it was in connection with you that I first heard the phrase sex positive. Oh, interesting. One of the great things that you do is you talk about sex and you and you bring humor to it and you make it like human and you it's not too serious, but it's an important thing for people to talk about. And you've talked about the fact that gay men often learn about sex through porn, which really isn't anything about intimacy. Yeah. I mean, there's really there's a perfect storm of circumstances that make sex really difficult and complicated for gay men. It's through this process of coming out and the world telling us that we're less than, our religion telling us that we are wrong, our parents or family and friends disowning us. I mean, there's this whole kind of process that I think makes a lot of gay men feel a sense of shame around their sexuality. And then when they have sex, it, there's a lot of guilt that that we feel. So that's happening on one hand. And then on the other, there's this complete void, this complete lack of information and resources about sex in general, but then especially queer or LGBT and sex, and of course, gay sex being part of that, that everything that's out there really isn't made for us. At and all. It, yeah. it, and if you're lucky enough to have like some semblance of a sex education course or class growing up in school, 
I can promise you that we're not on the curriculum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? It's just not. You know, what resources do we have to turn to? I mean, we can ask our friends. We can try things out for ourselves, trial and error, which you know, oftentimes mostly mostly error. Error. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, or then we look at porn. I I was recently telling my husband something. He he was talking about his first uh, kind of boyfriend or whatever it is when you kind of come out as a gay man and you play around with someone officially, like it's like it's a real thing. And and it, it reminded me my first sexual encounters. Like I didn't know what I was doing, and the first time some things came up and you tried it and you're like, ow. <laughs> Right. That that hurts. And no one's there to tell you, oh, honey, you need to ABC and this will help you out. And, you know, the, especially uh, I'm in my early 50s. And when I was dealing with all of this, th there was nothing out there to kind of help me out. Now we have Davy Wavy, but back then <laughs> we didn't have anything. Yeah. Well, and, and so you, you can completely understand the situation where, like most gay men, myself included, turn to porn to, to teach us about gay sex. Now, porn was never intended to teach us about <laughs> gay sex. You know, porn porn isn't designed to teach you about intimacy or connection or pleasure or sexual exploration or what feels good for you or how to communicate with your partner. Porn's designed to get you off. Like, that's right. what it does. And it's it's really good at that. But when we start to look at it for, for other things when it comes to our sex and sexuality, it starts to come up short. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of where... I think there's an opportunity to to use some of this erotic content, but in a way that actually enhances gay men's sex and sexuality. And that's not to say that I expect you know every studio out there to take charge and and, and do that, or that there's some sort of mandate um, to make you know socially responsible gay porn. I just think there's an opportunity for someone to do that, and I'm glad to step into that space. And what you've done is create a video website called Himeros.tv. And I'm going to make sure that I have the link in, in the notes from, for the podcast because I think it's terrific that it's it's sexual. I'll let you talk about it more, but it's sexual. But it also kind of goes back a little bit to remind us about intimacy and getting into those feelings and not just getting off. Yeah, so Himros.tv basically uses erotic content. My, my mom would look at it and she would say, it's porn. <laughs> it, so it basically uses porn to teach gay men about better sex. So, you know, when you go on, it actually, it, it looks just like any other porn site visually, right? It looks like, you know, Sean Cody or Corbin Fisher, whatever it is that that floats your boat. Visually, it kind of looks like that interface and it's a subscription membership site. But when you kind of get into the content, what it serves through this erotic content, yes, there's dicks and asses and people getting fucked and there's loads of, you know, whatever. It's all there, but it's also communicating messages that I think gay men need to hear. And it, it goes anything from like instructional games that you can play with a, a, a lover to different techniques to explore for masturbation, tantric massage techniques. I mean, it's really kind of the spectrum of, of content and messages that we don't really get. And mm -hmm. while I've kind of created this platform for, for these things to exist, the messages don't come from me. I mean, I'm 34 years old and I'm still very much figuring things out, but there's a whole world of sex coaches and tantric instructors and, you know, sex educators mm -hmm. and psychotherapists that have incredible knowledge and resources about gay sex that tends to be quite frankly, very inaccessible. And 
not fun to read or learn about, I mean, going to like a seminar or reading a dense book is not quite as fun as watching a porn. So we can take some of those same principles and philosophies and communicate them to gay men in a way that's a little bit more entertaining. It's the same thing, by the way, that I've been doing on my YouTube channel for 11 years, but it's just, it's doing it with, with erotic content. Well, and I can tell you, I, I clicked through several of the videos. It's First of all, they're beautifully shot, which is nice. It's, it's not like this stuff you would see on Tumblr or, or Pornhub or something that's just kind of like amateurs throwing stuff up there. It's well done, and it's thoughtful, which is what I like because it goes through a lot of different things. Like you mentioned, there because there's a category for masturbation. And one thing that a lot of people don't think about is like different stroke techniques. A lot of guys let's face it, probably just kind of do it the same way every time they do it. And, and if you, even if they change hands, they think they're cheating on the other hand or something. It feels <laughs> different. Just to shake things up and try different things and, and just to talk about that, the communication, the conversation of talking about that. I know there's videos about you know controlling your orgasm during anal sex, so it's not just bang, 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 get off and out and you know enjoying the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, most of us, most of us are mimicking what we see in porn, you know, when we're having sex and when we're jerking off and, you know, you would think most gay men, you know, probably jerk off what, three, four, five, ten times a week. Mm -hmm. You think that we would take a step back and say, oh, okay, like, how can I do this in a way that's a little bit more interesting or pleasurable? Or you think you would, you'd have tried every single technique at this point, right? And in, in, in your, in your life. And wow, how many ways can I bring myself pleasure? But we don't always have the tools to do that or, or know what those techniques can be. So um, so we're just trying to, you know, get people to think outside the box. And the funny thing is, like, because most of us are so inside this very formulaic box mm -hmm. that as soon as you start to step outside it, even a little bit, the people who people or person that you have sex with are generally like floored by how interesting and awesome this is. I mean, and I'm like talking, you just step outside the box a little bit and they're like, whoa, like this is, this is awesome. I did an exercise with a guy I was hooking up with recently called um, uh, pleasure mapping. And so you just basically activate different parts of the body and you rate on a score of one to 10, how pleasurable it is to, for, for each of those places to be touched. Yeah. And it kind of gets you to tune turn your attention inward mm -hmm. and to really experience like the pleasure that's, that's coming into you. And, and you start to discover things about your body and what feels good. And then you're also communicating that to your lover by telling them, you know, on a score of one to 10, how good something feels mm -hmm. and something as simple as that that you can do in 15, 20 minutes, like is a really big step in starting to transform the sex that you're having. Well, you know, a lot of people don't even discuss, like if you're married or you have a longtime partner, I know people who don't tell their partner the things they even like, or they're embarrassed to say, well, I really like it when you do this, or I really don't like it when you do this. Just that communication is so important. The thing I like also about Himeros.tv, um, let's say it as often as possible, because I want everyone to memorize that and go to the website, um, <laughs> that sometimes I find in life, people kind of need to be given permission in a way to go, yes, it's okay. You, you can do that. You can explore that because society kind of, it puts us in a box. Right. And I, and I think the traditional porn that we've all watched has given us permission to have a very kind of narrow definition of sex. It's like two guys come into a room, you know, there's a bed, you kiss, you blow each other. And then, right. Yeah, it's ABCD it, and uh, come and that's it. 
so we thought, you know, what if we do a video where the ejaculation doesn't happen in the last two minutes? Of, I mean, you like, mm-hmm. you know, where to fast forward to see it for crying out loud. Like that's how much of a formula. It oh, it's is. true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, well, what happens if, if the ejaculation happens right at the beginning? Mm-hmm. And then we do a video that explores all the things that you can have uh, you can do afterwards. And if it's someone that experiences premature ejaculation, as a lot of guys do, it's, it, it, it gives them, you know, permission to, to explore a whole world of sex that can happen after you ejaculate that we're not given access to in traditional porn content. Oh, absolutely. Cause my, for most people, you know, once, once someone ejaculates, uh, it's close up shop time. What do you want to eat? Right. <laughs> Which is so boring. It's, I love that you guys did even the video on that because it's true. And you know, sometimes maybe someone comes early and, and now what do we do? Oh, well, I guess I don't get to get off or something. Oh, hmm. Um, right. Or, or you feel an incredible sense of shame about having, you know, ejaculated earlier than expected and like, oh, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Like it, it, it's, it's important for people to, to see sex in kind of an expanded, uh, expanded way. So that's what we're doing. And you're shooting these videos all over the, you're not just like shooting in some studio or something. These are like pretty videos and a lot of it's outdoors and you've been to Brazil and Palm Springs and Hawaii and Brooklyn. Hello, Italian boys, um, North Carolina, so I love that you're like getting out. And I also have to mention, I really noticed, and I appreciate this personally, is that there's a lot of diversity just in the people who are shooting the videos. Thank God, because it would be real easy just to use the same kind of, you know, white young boys doing everything. And there's diversity in age and diversity in just everything. So I really appreciate that. It jumped out at me when I was looking at different videos. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's, it's funny because there's it's a little bit of this like balancing act that we we've noticed it's what we try to do is work with the, you know, adult models and porn stars that my audience knows and really loves, but also to work with models that are maybe more of a reflection of who my audience is, because the reality is we're not all 20 year old porn stars with six pack abs and nine inch dicks. Right. And when you go to a site, it's hot to see that. Like I totally enjoy seeing 20 year olds with nine inch dicks. But it's it's also really nice to see a reflection of yourself. Um, otherwise, you can kind of get a sense of, gee, this this sexual ecstasy that you guys are showing is awesome. But I don't think it's available to me or to people that look like me. Absolutely. So people we're trying do to serve a little bit. Of yes. Both. Yeah. So we had a video the other day with an 83 year old um, in it, and. I didn't really think much of it when we, when we put it up and we kind of did our normal like press about it. And all of a sudden the story got picked up by all these blogs and it, it went mainstream and the Jerry Springer show of all people called, they wanted to, to, to work with. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And I was like, that's not happening, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your interest. Um, because for, for a lot of people, like it's really out of the ordinary to see an 83 year old, expressing their sexuality and and their sex openly and freely. And we kind of tend to like neuter the, our, uh, our elders, not just in the LGBT community, but just in general, it's why Betty White, Betty White is, is funny is because Mm -hmm. people think, gosh, that 90 year old woman is so dirty. She shouldn't be saying those things. (laughs) Well, guess what? Like when we're 90 years old, I I sure as hell plan to be a whole, whole lot dirtier than, than Betty White. (laughs) Like that doesn't stop with age. Um, so 
it's it's important for for us to to show that and to honor that. You know, along those same lines, because you, you brought up Betty White, one of the things I love, I mentioned my my husband is the publicist for Chippendales here in Las Vegas. When when he has celebrities come see the show, I often come and I sit in the back of the house and half of the show for me, you know, I enjoy looking at the guys and, and they're all nice guys. And But for me, much in the same way you're, you're talking about for gay people, I love that Chippendales kind of gives women permission to enjoy their sexuality because, you know, a lot of societal pressures have told women, oh, you shouldn't be too sexual or, or that's dirty or, or and you know sometimes the the wildest women the women who are like screaming the loudest are like 60 or 70 years old at Chippendales and I think that's fabulous it makes me so happy just for everybody that that whole universal message I think is is important but you do this for the gays and I'm glad that you do because like I said at the beginning you were the first person to ever say the phrase sex positive and I had to sit and think about that when I first heard it I thought god I really like that because my husband and I are actually very comfortable with the topic of sex, and but we know a whole lot of people who are very uptight about it. And I don't mean to judge other people, but there's a part of us, you know, I just want to go, gosh, if you could relax just a little, you'd be having more fun with even just the topic. I'm not talking about even getting into sex, but just the topic of sex. It's, it's, it's funny because we... This was a conversation I was having with one of the sex coaches that we were working with is... is you know, about that shame and that guilt that people have, especially around gay sex. Uh, I was trying to think of a way to phrase that for our website, but I didn't want to frame it in terms of like, you know, we're about like removing shame and guilt. Like I didn't want to phrase it in terms of the negative thing. I wanted to frame it in terms of, of something positive. And I struggled and struggled to find whatever word was the opposite of shame and of guilt and finally, the the coach stepped in and he said, the word that you're looking for is joy. It's mm -hmm. treating our sex and our sexuality, our gay sex and our gay sexuality with joy. And, and, and that's the opposite of shame and guilt. It's when you infuse it with joy and with light, that it completely changes the experience for gay men and you start to shed those, those layers. So even when we do like stupid YouTube videos, I did a, a video um, not too long ago that was called the, the, uh, the what's up my butt challenge. <laughs> and it, and it was a parody. There's this horrible, uh, like challenge video uh, genre on YouTube full of really like, just like, I mean, it's, it's just painful to watch, but they did have this, this series called the what's up my butt challenge. And it was people like sitting on, um, through their jeans, sitting on different objects and trying to guess what they were. So we thought we can do a better version of this. <laughs> and so we had, awesome. uh, Brent Everett, who's one of my favorite porn stars from when mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, a little kid growing up. Um, and he came over and he put different like household objects at my butt and had to guess what, <laughs> what, what they were. And, and I got a, a note from YouTube being like, eh, like I, this is kind of telling the line, like, what are you doing here? And <laughs> like, this is a little ridiculous. But, but for me, it really was about like, we're laughing, we're having fun around something that there's so much stigma around butt sex. And, and, you know, that was a way to be joyfully gay right. and, and for people to, to see that. So yeah, it's a ridiculous video, but I think there's, there's, there's a value in, in content like that. Because there is an exploration to be had there. Like just to even be aware of like feeling different things, I would imagine, but 
also to have fun with it, not be afraid of it. Well, thank you so much for having time to chat. I really, really appreciate it. I'm going to tell my readers exactly where to find you on YouTube and also Himeros.tv. And make sure you go there, check it out, and have fun with it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks to Davey for having time to chat with The Randy Report today. I've said for years that human sexuality is something to be celebrated, not be ashamed of. So I appreciate everything he does on that front. I'll make sure to have links to his YouTube channel and himrose.tv in the show notes. That brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBT news with The Randy Report, I'd appreciate it if you share with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I follow the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. 